This is Rita with Voting Equals Democracy, and today we will be discussing the importance of staying engaged in local politics. Local politics are key to ensuring that your community stays safe and clean. Local politics also can help better schools, infrastructure, public works, parks, and more. Although they might not be covered as extensively, local politics are critical to society and deserve to be understood by all constituents. On Voting Equals Democracy, I did a lot of interviews surrounding the presidential election. Today, we are going to shift gears and discuss other elections. I will be interviewing Raymond Adirli to understand his opinion on local elections, as well as to learn more about his experience in running for Broward County School Board. Hi, Raymond. Thank you for speaking with me. May you please start by introducing yourself and telling me about what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, my name is Raymond Adderley, 16 years old. Um, I am an 11th grade student at Fort Lauderdale High School, very involved. Uh, I currently serve as the class president of my graduating class. Um, I have been their president for the last two years. Um, oh, I guess this is the part we're supposed to say, go L's or something like that. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I love, I'm very passionate about advocacy. Um, I do debate. Uh, I'm a tennis player. I sing. I act. Uh, I play the trumpet. Um, I am the son of a teacher. Um, and currently, right now, my greatest endeavor is that I'm running for the Burke County School Board. Um, so that's a bit about myself. Yeah. That's amazing. And why do you believe that local politics and elections are so important to society? Well, they're so important because they're most relevant to, to, to people. Uh, they're most relevant to, to the, the right now issues that affect people's day-to-day -day lives. I think a lot of people are really caught up on the Washington scene and forget about that there is a big machine here locally uh, that really controls um, the way that their everyday lives go from, from city ordinances to where people don't realize that why am I getting pulled over for this? Or, or why am I getting harassed for this? Is that because last week when you thought that uh, President Biden was doing an awful job with passing your stimulus, you completely forgot to tune into your local city commission meeting or to your local school board meeting and didn't realize they were passing an ordinance um, that prohibited you from smoking uh, cigarettes at a park. Um, and so, you know, it's those everyday issues that affect people. Um, it's that itty bitty corruption that people turn a blind eye to that makes local politics also very important. And people most definitely should be uh, engaged in local politics as much as they can be, because it's really the politics that controls their 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 everyday life, like uh, from from their from their state and where they live to the taxes that they pay on their houses and to the value of the house that they live in and you know every day it's it's just that um and and that's why it's so important to be involved in local politics and to have a clue about what's going on for sure i think that people underestimate the power of local elections and local governments they have so much potential to yeah. make change positive change in society and also you have to like remember the cleavages the coinciding cleavages throughout our country. I feel like each little local branch of government has its own individualities and identity and that can connect to people and people, you know, really connect with their local politicians on different levels than they would with national politicians. And those, you know, connections, they really help form positive change. 100% right.
100% right, Rita. And, 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 and again, you know, that's why I'm not only in this race, but I've been a big proponent of late of in, encouraging people to uh, tune into school board meetings, tune into the local city commission meetings and really find out what's going on and how they best can help each other. And from your own experiences while running in a local election, how can local governments benefit communities? Local governments can benefit communities in a plethora of ways. Well, first of all, uh, uh, in my race more specifically, what a lot of people don't realize is that whether they're, whether they're kids or whether they go to private, public, or charter schools, that the money that they pay in property taxes goes directly to funding public schools and charter schools as well uh, of recently. That's number one. That's first and foremost, that there's this big pool of money that's being used um, here in Broward. Uh, well, this is, this is pretty standard everywhere, but uh, specifically to Broward, there is a lot of money that's being used to uh, fund public schools and taxpayers should be able to hold the people that are appropriating their funds to the highest standard and make sure that I'm not spending $1,000 every year on my property for you to mismanage money or send it to someone, you know, that, that isn't doing the best job. Um, that's first and foremost. Number two, it has positive effects because if we're talking specifically about the school board, the better students that are graduating our school are from our schools are the better students that society are uh, re receiving in return. Uh, and it's really a, a two-way relationship. It's I'm paying for your education and I hope that one day you'll become a great attorney and be able to represent me. Or I'm hoping that one day you'll be able to become a, a great surgeon uh, and, and really be able to cut me properly and make sure that I get out of that surgery alive. And we don't even have to talk about just, you know, the traditional, uh, jobs, and, and that's really a part of my platform, but really it's how much students are we going to allow to leave Broward County Public Schools, giving them the foundation enough to be able to think on their own, think on their feet, um, be able to start businesses and be successful and, and be innovative when they're uh, seeking out, you know, engineering and innovation. And, you know, that's the everyday change that local politics can bring. And like you said, it, it bridges the gap. It bridges the gap between young and old. It, it, it creates those employer-employee relationships. Um, and that's really what it's all about. It's about bettering the community um, and making the community better than when you left it or came into the community. You only do that when you can produce a system that is producing some of the highly best performing students in that community. And if that's not happening, then we really have to reassess and, and see, you know, wh what's missing. Uh, so, yeah. Right. Local governments, you know, they connect to individuals and especially students, if we're going to talk about that. Students can benefit so much from programs that their county or their city offers. I know in my county, there's so many opportunities for students that are free and can really help students, you know, make opportunities and experiences worthwhile. So that brings me to ask you, why are you running for Broward County yeah. School Board? What difference and change do you hope to make if elected? Where do I start? Right. <laughs> um, great question, Rita. Um, so, well, I mean, for me, uh, there's a, a different sort 
of, of urgency here in this race. When I was seven years old, I, I lost my father. Uh, he was shot in front of me uh, when I was seven in front of my two brothers and, and my mother. It really did take a toll on me as, a, as an individual, uh, as a child. Uh, like I said, seven, <laughs> tender age, barely out of the womb yet. Um, and for me, I, I post myself the question a lot, why me? Why did it have to be me? Um, I'm a Christian, um, have no problem saying that. I would say, I don't care what God says about forgiveness, I'm not forgiving. Uh, because there's no way that we don't even know who did it. Um, and this was the internal struggle that I had for a long time. Um, and outside of that internal struggle, um, I tried to masquerade uh, my feelings a lot. So I picked up singing, I picked up acting, and I picked up public speaking. But it's not until I started to ask myself this question. It can't be only me, right? It has to be somebody else. And, and, and from that, um, there was really a fighting spirit that was born out of that question to advocate for families and advocate for kids like me that are that go unheard and that too have to masquerade their feelings behind, you know, the pain that they feel inside. There's a song by Smokey Robinson, uh, and he says, uh, you know, people say I'm the life of the party, you know, because I tell a joke or two, but although I might be laughing loud and hearty, deep inside I'm blue. Uh, by the way, Smokey Robinson is one of the greatest singers to ever live on the planet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, that's what he says. And he says, take a good look at my face um, and you see my smile and my tender embrace. But if you look closer, you really see the tracks of my tears. Um, and that's a love song. It has no application here, but it's how a lot of people feel. And that theme has really fueled my advocacy, but that's my story. Uh, but more specifically to why I've embarked on this race, uh, because there's a different sort of urgency here. Uh, as a student, I'm sick and tired of being on the butt end of poor decisions that are made without any consideration at all. Uh, I'm sick and tired of you know decisions that are being made by people who probably don't have kids, uh, never taught in a classroom before, um, and are simply doing this because they are in close alliance with the business community or because someone had propped them up to run uh, for the seat. Um, and I'm not just speaking to, you know, the school board members, I'm talking to school board staff um, who the superintendent hires. But, you know, Rita, what's most interesting is I, I, I got sick and tired of seeing parents um, struggle to get information. I got sick and tired of seeing my teachers struggle and flustered in the classroom to the point where they go, I'm sorry, this is just a really rough day and I, I need to take a break. We can pick up next class. Um, and, and, and quite honestly, for me, I think this all kicked in when I saw the 1,700 teachers denied uh, ADA accommodations back in January. Um, I think this all kicked in for me when I saw people like Tony Hunter, who just got arrested, who was on the school board, or uh, he was a school board staff member who got arrested on corruption charges for misappropriating $100 million on a nepotist contract. Um, and for me, it really kicked in last week, Friday, when the building collapsed at Rickards Middle School, or the roof collapsed at Rickards Middle School, and 12 people were injured. Um, and I asked myself, what if this was any other, you know, normal year? 
can we imagine the the the, the tragedy that this could have been? Um, and so it's really all those questions. And then it goes back to one, who's speaking for all those people? Um, and I, I wanna do that. I wanna speak for all those people. So that's my why, who I am, how, why I'm running. Um, and that's what I seek to do. And you know, the changes that I seek to bring are number one, bringing back community schools. There's no reason why, you know, People should have to go to public school, uh, go to private school rather, or charter school to get the best education within Broward County public schools. Parents should have the option to send their kids to the best quality schools. And when they do that, they shouldn't have to look very further than down the street or two miles away. But what happens is mm -hmm. there are so many students that have to travel 10 miles, five miles, eight miles, 11, 15 miles a day to get to their best public school or, you know, they switch out to go to charter school. I'm running to reassess the needs of individual communities so that we know within the communities what programs are needed. I'm running to make sure that our teachers are protected and that we increase their wages, um, that we, you know, that they're working in great uh, teaching environments and that they're continuing to be trained for the forever evolving learning environment. I'm running for transparency and accountability for the taxpayer that's paying a lot of money to go into public education that's not being allocated correctly. And I'm running most importantly to speak for every child. Um, and yeah, that's what I'm running. Those are some of the changes I seek to implement. Um, and you know, that's the bottom line. Well, let me just start by saying how touching that was. I mean, your experiences definitely have given you such amazing mm. passions and potentials. And I really hope that you're elected because it seems like you have everything it takes to make that positive change. And living in Broward County myself and having a lot of friends who attend the both public and private schools, I've seen, you know, I want to say the cons and the pros of both. And I think a lot of change though is needed in our communities. So many children are put at disadvantages because of their socioeconomic status and it's affecting them in their education and it shouldn't be. And you know, infrastructure wise and curriculum wise and opportunities resources wise, I think that there's a lot that needs to be done not just in Broward County, but across the United States and People like you who have the passions and the drives and the willpower to do it are going to get this done or are going to be powerful in our community. So thank you for everything that you're doing. No, and, and Rita, I do it for people like you. Um, and I do it for your parents and I do it for your friends that go to both public and private school because again, um, on the board, who's speaking for them and in our government, our local community, who's speaking for them, there might be people who pose to do so, but in private and in their advocacy, uh, they just don't do that. So, you know, uh, challenging times take for bold leaders and bold action and, and bold initiatives. And I know, you know, I know for all the House of Cards people out there that, that might watch House of Cards, I know a lot of people aren't big friends of Frank, but you know, when he lied to everybody and told us that he wasn't gonna run for president again and made that big speech about America works, he did make a, a very, very good comment. And he said, you know, challenging times take for things where we have to 
try and if it doesn't work then we need to try again but don't ever not try and, and take a swing at it and then he used fdr and went when fdr proposed the new deal um fdr you know said you know he had no security that it was going to work but it has worked and it is working but there are flaws within the system and so now we need to try again um, and so that's exactly what I intend to do. I intend to look at the failures of the now today while facilitating the need for tomorrow, but also looking towards the future and trying again over and over and over until we get it right. Of course, that's a perfect motto and quote to follow. And I think that everything that's happened from the pandemic to the unfortunate tragedies in our community of mass shootings all of these instances that are occurring, they're really just incentives, I think, for people to keep pushing, moving forward and making change.